Hello, and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I head JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss the outcome of the latest OPEC Plus meeting. OPEC Plus has been cutting oil output since November of last year in the face of sluggish balances and flagging prices. On Monday, Saudi Arabia extended its unilateral 1 million barrels per day voluntary output cut for another month through August, with further extensions possible. In a parallel decision, Russia has also announced an additional 0.5 million barrels per day curb on its exports in August. Combined, OPEC Plus Alliance will be holding back more than 4 million barrels per day from the market, with Saudi Arabia's output down to 9 million barrels per day. That's about 2 million barrels per day lower than just 10 months ago in September of 2022, and the lowest aside from during COVID in more than a decade. Yet, the moves have so far failed to significantly tighten balances and lift oil prices, despite demand running above expectations. For example, in days of forward demand cover, observed commercial crude stocks in the three most visible markets with substantial amounts of storage capacity, this is the US, Europe, and Japan, stood at 23 days in June, up from 22.6 uh, days in December 2022, and nearly in the same level as in May 2018, when Brent oil price was trading at about $77. Uh, crude oil inventories in China have eased to about 44.2 days of forward cover. They're down from 45 days in December 2022, but still substantially above 36 days in May 2018. Accordingly, the Brent forward curve has been flirting with contained implying prompt barrels are discounted. So as we said, this is despite global oil demand running above, ex above expectations. Um, so, so far this year, we upgraded our demand estimates twice. Um, so defying the overall bearishness, we believe that world oil demand grew uh, about 1.3 million barrels per day in the first quarter. It's projected to expand 2.2 million barrels per day in the second quarter. We still don't have all the data outstanding, uh, and we believe that absent a deep recession, global oil consumption will likely rise a solid 1.6 million barrels per day in 23 um, to 101.45 million barrels per day. This is almost 300 KBD above our initial estimates and the new record. The group's recent struggles, we believe, may reveal a difficult underlying trend. Uh, the reality is that non-OPEC supply has been keeping up with global demand. Um, in 2023, a global demand gain of about 1.6 million barrels per day will be more than fully covered by the 2.2 million barrels per day rise in non-OPEC supply. Even with OPEC's existing 1.16 million barrels per day voluntary cuts extended into 2024, we still project about 0.6 million barrels per day surplus next year as non-OPEC post-production fully matches growth in global demand. So we have been covering this subject, but most of supply growth is coming from the Atlantic Basin. Uh, U.S. oil operators are leading the search. Uh, we looking at the first quarter numbers, total U.S. liquids production, which is crude, condensate, and natural gas liquids, rose a staggering 1.55 million barrels per day over a year ago levels. Crude alone was 1.1 million barrels per day. Um, so there was a re record production in 2022. We believe U.S. supply is on track for a second consecutive record in 23. Uh, for the full year as a whole, we forecast U.S. production to grow about 1.3 million barrels per day, followed by additional almost 1 million barrels per day of combined net growth coming from Brazil, uh, Canada, Norway, Guyana, and Argentina. Um, but what is important as well is that U.S. exported the record amount of crude oil and oil products to the world so far this year. 
uh, with crude exports touching a record 4.8 million barrels per day in March. Uh, OPEC's power to impact balance and the price of oil has been inconsistent throughout history. Um, so we have 60 years of history of the organization. So you can see that uh, sometimes it's very successful, sometimes it's not, largely because it does not always maintain control over global spare capacity, leaving OPEC plus alliance having to cut production to balance the markets. The shift in pricing power is becoming apparent when non-OPEC plus supply growth is capable to fully cover increases in global demand, uh, leaving uh, the OPEC plus alliance having to cut production to balance the markets. So, for example, just looking at this millennium starting from 2000s, outside of more extreme periods of market stress like the 2008-2009 GFC crisis, OPEC was unable to do much to raise prices in 2014, 2018, and 2019 because of the massive amount of supply that was coming from the U.S. shale, but also other non-OPEC plus uh, sources and relatively weak uh, oil demand. This year, the balance of power was further tipped away from core OPEC members when supply rebounded, rebounded within the broader OPEC plus group, adding to an already oversupplied market in the first half uh, first half of the year. Um, Nigeria is the country that we're, we're watching closely. Uh, for example, at the end of last year, Nigerian production was averaging 1.1, 1.2 million barrels per day. Right now, they're pumping um, 1.4. A million barrels per day. Venezuela is another country. So last year, production averaged about 650 kBD. Uh, in June of this year, they're running close to about uh, 850. Uh, but Iran is the one country that uh, has increased uh, its supplies and exports substantially. For example, last year, um, Iranian average production was 2.2 million barrels per day. Uh, in June, uh, it, it was uh, about 2 uh, 2.93 million barrels per day with exports increasing substantially from about 1 million barrels per day last year to about 1.5 at the moment. By our estimates, uh, OPEC Plus pumped 44.6 million barrels per day of crude in the first uh, six months of the year. And this is a jump of about 175 kBD from the corresponding period last year. This is despite the 1.1 million barrels per day voluntary cuts commencing in May. Um, the oil market is finally starting to show signs of tightening. Uh, for example, inventories are drawing down in the U.S. over the last couple of weeks. We see also inventories drawing in Europe, not yet in Japan. Uh, some of the physical grades are strengthening as well. Uh, but to fully regain the market power this year, we believe OPEC Plus needs to deepen its cuts by another 700 kBD in the second half of this year, in addition to already announced reductions. So this full 0.7 MBD of cut would need to be extended into 2024 in order to balance the market and to offset both non-OPEC supply growth and rising output from some non-core OPEC members. So at the moment, we believe that even with the announced extension of this 1.16 million barrels per day that was announced in April, this is now being extended through the rest of 2024. We still have a uh, 600 KBD surplus in the market uh, in 2024. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, thank you all to listening to the Commodities Edition at JP Morgan's At Any Rate podcast. We look forward to continue the conversation next week. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2023, JP Morgan Chase and Company, all rights reserved. 
This episode was recorded on July 7th, 2023.